and welcome to Stephen Rollins Beer Podcast number 214. 214. Interesting fact about 214. Go on then. Ultimate Fighting Championships 214 is happening on July the 27th. Exciting stuff, yeah. And another interesting fact, I've been told that I look a li- little bit like Conor McGregor, who's really good at the fighting and I'm really rubbish at the fighting. You would know about that. You've been in all the fighting. Mm, but apparently, that uh, cause just because I'm ginger, it makes me look a little bit like him, which I think is a bit <laughs> racist. But there we go. Google it. You look like all the gingers. Look like all the gingers. Um, we're recording this a little early because I'm currently... Am I flying to Sweden or am I in Sweden? I'm in Sweden at this point. Oh, very nice. Yes. So, uh, so I'm there for the weekend. So uh, we, we're recording this on Tuesday. Yeah, and you gave me no warning, so I've got no idea what the beer is. Oh, if I do a little bit. Uh, this is summer. Which I is can br- tell. It's raining outside. <laughs> of course it's summer. But what about the beer? Oh, beautifully set up there. Mm. Yeah, seamless. You um, set them up, I knock them down, Roland. That's what we do. So this is Summer from And Union. Um, it's a wheat beer. It is from And Union we've had before mm-hmm. um, on beer bods way back when. And they're one of these odd little... Us who've been around for a long time on the beer bods. Us, old, old focus of beer bodry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how many years have we been doing beer bods now? Oh. So if you're on 214, we must be... Like four? Three years? No, yeah. No, no, four, four, five years. Four or five years. Four or five years, yeah. Wow. You don't get, yeah. that. You don't get that for manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we... You we... can use that on the website as a quote, uh, <laughs> Matt and Gordon, if you want to. I, I think it would... Uh, yeah, some people have done this longer than they'd get for manslaughter. <laughs> You can quote me. So, so and and yeah, Union, we, um, had, we had way back when, and I have seen a little bit more of them since, um, but not a huge amount. I don't think actually the they haven't really kind of expanded in the UK market that much. I don't think in the time they are. So the Germans? Well, no, they're kind of South African from memory. Okay, well, it's got here. It's uh, German beer, brewed. Uh, by German craft brewed in Bavaria. It okay. is. Oh. oh, I remember these ones. So they don't actually do the brewing themselves, they do don't. they? Yeah, no. I've so, softened to that a little bit, and I'm glad they're not German because the Germans bombed our chippies. It's a good thing the ginger person is covering the racism here. They um, did bomb our chippies. <laughs> they did. They, the Germans bombed our chippies during the Second World War to dampen morale. They thought the best way to get at us was to take away our greasy fried products. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably right. They it, probably were right. Who's being racist now? In fairness, no. they brought us back some, some lovely beer to drink instead. So I'll, I'll let them off if it's lovely. Momentarily at least. Wheat beer. Go yeah. on. Give us I the do lowdown on the, on the wheat beer. So how do they add the wheat into the wheat beer? Do you know the way I'm like, I'm, I'm professional at the interviewing. You I, are. I'm not professional, professional, professional at the brewing too. I, I, that's yeah. a lot ahead. That's what she. <laughs> oh, this is just getting worse. I've just offended all the females now as well. Oh, that'll be fine. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, we be. At what stage does the wheat get added, so Roland? The wheat goes into the mash. It is used generally either a combination of malted and unmalted wheat will go into the mash at the beginning. There'll be some barley in there because if you just use wheat, 
you tend not to be able to convert the the sugars. Yeah, the sugars. So yeah. you need something that's got um, some malted um, barley or all the malted. We can do it as well. It'll give you the dynastic power to to convert stuff. Um, these German the German styles tend to be quite heavy on the the wheat and the malted wheat yeah. and. Um, yeah, it's quite a broad, broad style these days. Um, it did used to be restricted. It was something that only um, you had to have a special license for a while. Uh, but before that, it was a fairly standard style. Um, so it's a bit Germany. like dishing. Yeah, a little bit. Or, like or only the dog. Because you don't need a dog license anymore, but there was a no. time where you didn't yeah. need a dog license. Yeah, it's one of those things. Um, but these days, it's made bit of a comeback it used to have a bit of an image in germany as the thing your dad drank yeah um but it's kind of had a bit of a revival certainly outside germany i think my dad drank was now varnish remover and terps uh. oh <laughs> this is hopefully a little tastier I, yeah. i'm not really keen on the nail varnish and terps um yeah but this is so we don't know i don't think we know who this has been brewed by which i think was always my little niggle um is that by the Germans and their Bondar chippies? Yeah, so and Union use various small brewers in Germany to do the brewing, which I'm quite behind, but I'd like to know which I, I, one I think a it, bit. So I've updated my thinking on this. I still am not a fan of it. I would rather the brewery that is selling the beer brew the beer and not contract brew it. Um, but like. Since seeing you know what Omnipolo do with Dugas yeah. and Buxton and stuff like that, I'm a kind of little bit more softened to it um, because they brew beers that are very different to the breweries they get into yeah, contract yeah. brewing. So um, uh, perhaps that's given me a little bit more insight. And perhaps because these people, you don't know who brews it, yeah. uh, that is the thing that I still don't like because I would like I like to know that that it's come from these people and it's not something they normally brew so they are following the recipe yeah. of the company the company that is I did a little air quotes yeah. then for a thing and I'm um, sure that and Union have an impact on on the beer that you get out of there mm. um, but it's always you know, for our point of view it's always nice to see a kind of acknowledgement of all the people involved in that that process it is it is and it's also knowing that like so I know, for instance, that using the Omnipolo one again, that mm. Duguez and Buxton are two of my favourite breweries. Yeah. So I know they're using good people. I don't know whether they're using good people or not. And, and that would restrict me from wanting to try lots of their beers because I'm sure if you did try lots of their beers, it'd be quite hit and miss because it seems to be... Again, I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but my limited knowledge of, uh, of them is that they... Um, they tend to use the brewer that they want to use at the time and they don't necessarily have a home brewer that they... Well, use. I think the answer is we just don't really know. Like, I know that I'm the fact that this sure is that brewed each... in Germany would yeah. make you think. Well, I think each of the different ones is brewed by different breweries. Yeah, that, that's um, what I'm saying. Whether whether in fact they they use the same one for some every time, for example, mm. I would guess they do. But again, like it's just a lack of transparency. You don't quite know what's happened, and I'd like that to be different. So, uh, what do you think to the branding? I think their branding is actually pretty distinctive. Yeah. Um, They've got the big coloured necks to the bottles. They've got the the short name that's spread over two two layers. Personally, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. Because I kind of it's a little bit too big, bold, and minimalist without being minimalist. If you see what I mean. 
for my personal taste, but it is, you know, it's recognisable on the shelf. So, uh, like, a 5.5, um, yeah. it's quite a big bottle for 5.5. I quite like the brewing. Uh, I quite like the brewing. I quite like the beer. Um, I quite like the branding as well. I'm kind of quite surprised. Like, the branding for me, I, I think you're right, that colour thing is different, but... I can appreciate it for what that is, but I'm surprised it's such a big bottle. I think 500 is probably the right amount for a wheat beer. But I wouldn't want 500 of anything above 5.5. I think it's at that that point where... Well, the thing is, even percentage-wise, wheat beers occupy this this point where they're meant to be kind of like lager. They're they're the German beer that's not intended for sipping. Mm. This isn't a, a dark, heavy beer. This is a, a quaffing beer, even at 5.5. And even when they go a little stronger, they would, you know, the tendency traditionally would be to do those slightly bigger, mm-hmm. bigger serves. So we see on the bottle that it's got, um, it has an address, like in a, mm. in a name, Haftungsburg's ha- ha- Kraken. Yeah, like just, there? yeah, just what like do you that. Think that is? Do you think I that... think that's their address in. I think that's Brewers and Unions' address okay. in Germany because they've got a German. Obviously, the people in they've got a team in Germany there. Um, mm. I suspect that's what it is. And did you know that alcohol reduces driving ability? Um, I did. Do you drink all the time, Roland? Because I've seen you drive. <laughs> no, that's unrelated. Having lack of driving ability does not mean that you drink all the time. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Good to know. So, what are we um, thinking? I think it smells quite intense. Mm-hmm. I think some of the wheat beers that I've had in the past, or wheat ales, have been mm. a little bit more wheaty than this. Yeah, I, so there's kind of two parts to, to wheat beers, a German-style wheat beer that they, they tend to say that you re- always get, which is the, the banana-y kind of flavour. Mm. And then like a phenolic, clovey, spicy flavour. And I get the clovey, spicy bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting a huge amount of the banana bit in comparison to some of the, the wheat beers I see. My, my experience of wheat beers is very limited. But like, I, I, when, since you said banana, I went, mm. and, mm. I, and I kind of do a little, but it's not, it's a, the clove, not in your face. Fata- like a phenomenally amount of, you know, mm. of the clove kind of um, hit to it. Um, it smells stronger than it tastes. There's something on the smell that I'm not... I'm just trying to place it, actually, and I'm not really a fan of it. Mm. So, from what I was expecting from, a, from a, a wheat beer, and from what I'm getting, I'm pleasantly surprised. And I think ties into the name a little bit, because for me, this is a little bit more that kind of... Pilsnery, lagery kind of flavour that I think I've had from a wheat beer before. Um, mm. And summer for me, th- I don't, you know, I always think of like lagers. The only time I really would drink lagers is when the sun's out. I wouldn't drink a lager normally. Yeah. Um, and this, I, I kind of quite like this. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I didn't expect to at all. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, wheat beers are really intended as summer. Summer drinking, I think, mm. and I think this fits that bill in terms of profile. You say like the name works. Yeah. No, I mean I I quite like the branding. I quite like the beer. I, I think I'm ready to go. Go on then. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna go first. Yeah, I'll go first. It's I think it's it's a solid beer. 
it's not making me jump through hoops. It's not making me super excited, but nor is it disappointing me. If anything, I'm a little bit happier than I thought I would be because my experience of wheat beers is always just a little bit too... And I just not there's not enough you, you know me I'm a hot a little bit too yeah it's a little bit cloying bit yeah, heavy yeah like but but also a little bit wishy washy in that like you get the the wheat flavour and very little else in this and I'm quite surprised like the amount of clove and spiciness I'm getting on the finish yeah. which makes it a little bit more complex for me instead of it being that one dimensional kind of bready wheaty kind of like this you know so um, five point five it surprises me it tastes higher. Um, I, I'm surprised you say it's a quaffing beer, but it reminds me a little bit of a of like a, a, a stronger lager, yeah. but it, but in a very positive and good way. Um, I think I'm going to go eight. Okay, I'm. I don't think I'm, I enjoy it as much as you. I do love my my wheat beers. Um, I would like more of that bananary side of things mm-hmm. because for me it's too heavy on the the clove side. Without I like I like both. I want both those things. The smell. I've got it. It makes me think of TCP a little bit. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not very keen on that. I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, it makes me I think me also what bit. we should, we should um, put on the front of this as well. We haven't chilled this, and I think this would be a billion times better chilled. It's definitely um, a beer to chill, yeah. for sure. Um, it's nice enough. Um, it's not particularly exciting for me, but um, solid enough, I'm going to go with six. Six? That's quite harsh for you, but okay. Yeah, I, it's really not sticking in my memory, I'm afraid. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I, yeah, I can, I think probably the more true score is somewhere in the middle. Quite possibly. Yeah. Right. Um, with that revelation. With that revelation and a sudden boast of honesty, we should drink up and shut up because we are waiting for Roland to open his recorder so we can switch it off if he can remember his code no he can't we are eventually done done